Hey there, and welcome to another episode of the Tech That Doesn't Bite cast, episode 16! Please contain yourselves. All right, my name is Jeff Worden, and today we've also got my usual co-host, my comrade-at-arms, as always, Simon C. Hey, hello, everyone. How's it going, buddy? Doing good. How are you? I am rocking. That's what I'm doing. I'm rocking today. Yeah, rocking yeah, all day rockin'. long. All right. Yeah, I'm going to be watching the Dodgers play later tonight, so that's going to be a lot of fun. Nice. I hope they don't lose. I hear I, I haven't looked it up, but I hear they weren't doing too well, so I don't know how that's going to go. You know, baseball is the one sport, well, actually, amongst a lot of other sports I don't follow. The only sport I follow is basketball. Oh, okay. All right. I don't All follow right. baseball. I don't know. It just it takes too long for them to finish the game. It's just like I don't have time for this. You know? Well, it it's been over a hundred years they've been playing or, or thereabouts. So it, it was a that basically a, a much they, a much quieter, slower time where things were that means they have a, an audience that's more patient than I am. That, that's when it comes to a, a sports game. So that's one way of looking at it. That's yeah. one way of looking at it. All right. Well, we got a lot of news going on today, so let's get mm -hmm. started. So Simon, I'll turn it over to you and all that is Windows eleven. Fire yeah. away, my so man. it came out. Uh, they had like, their little event today. I didn't get a chance to really see much of it, but before that, I am going to show you. I hope this works. I hope so too. Yeah, me it too. Would just, it would look so unprofessional if it didn't. All right. So here is the first article we have. So this actually came yesterday, a day before their event today. So basically, this is an article from PC Magazine. Microsoft files DMCA takedown notices on leaked copies of Windows 11. Hmm. So last week, you know, copies of Windows 11, their beta, were pretty much leaked on the internet and people were oh. able to download it and actually install it on their machines or on oh virtual my, machines. Oh my God, anything but that. Yeah, anything but that, right? So, <laughs> So the article says Microsoft has filed copyright complaints to remove leaked download links for Windows 11. The company filed DMCA takedown notices with Google, according to Lumen, a website that tracks copyright complaints. Fosbytes reported on one such complaint filed last Thursday from Microsoft's Japan offices. The complaint requested that Google pull search results for boombomb.com, a new site that hosted a link to download the Windows 11 leak. Quote, boombombs.com's article is, is distributing Windows 11 ISO, copyrighted to Microsoft. Please remove the article from the search. It is a leaked copy of the unreleased Windows 11. The takedown notice from Microsoft says. And then it shows you the, basically the takedown notice, a little screenshot of it. The company also filed a DMCA takedown notice for Google Drive account that hosted the Windows 11 leak. 
Another asked Google to take action concerning five of the web pages that feature information or even instructions to download the Windows 11 file. Hmm. They, the websites, are providing our paid product free to user, which affects our business. Nah, I don't know about that. <laughs> so, uh, well, it, I suppose it can, but I mean, you're you're looking at you know a multi billion million billion dollar company going oh they're taking our pennies away but 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 granted this is their microsoft's bread and butter as it were so i i, I get where they're coming from there's there's you wouldn't want people stealing stuff from you you know leaked or otherwise but at the same time many of the original file sharing links host, hosting the windows 11 leaks have all been removed for example a link from mega.nz was perhaps first to circulate the Windows 11 ISO. But the link now says the file you are trying to download is no longer available and attributes the error to either a copyright violation or because the file has been deleted by the original uploader. Oh, As a no. result, finding the Windows 11 leak online has become harder. Mm. Yeah. So, wow. Yeah. So, I mean, somebody leaked it. It makes you wonder who the inside guy was that did that, unless they got hacked. That's the only other alternative. I well, yeah. Of. Somebody leaked it, but then at the same time, it's like, you know, it's weird that it takes them a while for them to to issue those notices. Well, yeah. is it? Well, you know, there's a, there's a saying in Hollywood that there's no such thing as bad press in Hollywood. So no matter how good or bad you look, arguably the same. You can say the same thing here. Somebody leaked it. Well, not Hollywood. Oh, so well, no, that's true. Not that's Hollywood. true. And, and God knows Microsoft has gotten plenty of bad press in the thirty odd years it's been around. But or forty, I should say. But my point being is that. Somebody leaked it to give it a bit of buzz and people tried it out. They probably are, are still using it. Maybe oh, they'll yeah. give feedback. People, people right. like YouTubers have tried it out too. Right, right. So, so they're going to get feedback without having to pay these people to do it. They're going to get feedback and in theory, make it better, make improvements, fix a couple things here and there. Then, hey, look, it's out of beta. So, yeah. but in theory, you should also wait like another five years for Windows 10 to stop working too. I mean, it depends on how you look at it, but well, we already they, talked about, we talked about that last week. Well, they don't necessarily have to because that's true. Windows 11 is going to be a free upgrade. Nice. Yeah. So wow. this are of us from The Verge. Microsoft's next version of Windows is free. Wow. So Microsoft officially unveiled Windows 11 today, and the software maker is committing to make it a free upgrade for Windows 10's users. Much like how Windows 10 was free for Windows 7 and Windows 8 users, this new Windows 11 version will be free for existing Windows 10 users. Well, I better, so, upgrade, I better upgrade my Windows soon then if I want to get yeah. it for free. <laughs> I got to upgrade to, uh, to 10 the, first, and then go 10 to 11. first, and then 11. <laughs> yeah. Oh, cool. I can, I can crank it up to 11. Yeah, all you need is a PC that meets the minimum hardware requirements for Windows 11, which is now a 64-bit CPU, 4 gigs of RAM, and 64 gig and at least 64 gigabytes of storage. Windows 11 will be delivered through Windows Update in much the same way as Windows 10 updates have been made available previously. So, I think I meet those requirements. So it also sure. looks like there won't be a 32-bit version of it anymore because I know. In the past, they've always released a 64-bit and yeah. a 32-bit. Right. Well, well, Windows 7 was that way. Then obviously Windows 10 would be too. So, yeah. yeah. So I think that might not be there anymore. And I think it is time. I mean, <laughs> come on. Well, it's time to get rid of 32-bit. Well, mm -hmm. there's that, but there's still maybe a lot of programs that actually have, may not have upgraded to the which you know could become obsolete in its own way. I mean, I, I see yeah. the valor in it, but 
you know, uh, you know, no, they, they have to, they have to eventually drop support for that. I mean, mm. you can't keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, I guess, I guess you'd have to make it 64 bit compatible at some point if you're want your software to survive. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, they had plenty of time. This isn't like something <laughs> new. They have plenty of, they have decade, a decade to do this. Oh yeah. 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 For sure. For so, sure. <laughs> if you're not on board now, then you're screwed. Yeah. So, and also Windows 11 will include a new UI with a start menu overhaul, performance up improvements, and updates to improve multitasking. And we'll talk more about this part right here in our next article. All right. Yep. Do I have that pull up? Yes, I do. So our next one will be kind of still in, in the Windows 11 realm. Mm. And it looks like this is from Mac Rumors. Windows 11 will run Android apps from Amazon's App Store. Hmm. So Microsoft today held an event where it unveiled Windows 11. The next generation of Windows with new design. No, similar to what I just read from the right. Verge. You know, Probably copied each other. You never know, right? <laughs> starting with Windows 11, PCs were able to run Android apps. Logically, Microsoft would partner with Google Play to offer Android apps on its platforms. However, the company is taking a different route, partnering with Amazon to open Windows 11 to Android apps. As reported by The Verge, users will search for an Android app offered through the Amazon app marketplace directly within the newly designed Microsoft App Store. So basically, it's the Amazon App Store that's installed on like the Kindles. Okay. That gotcha. That basically allow you to download Android apps that are uploaded to that marketplace, not Google Play by itself. Hmm. So Android apps will run on the platform using Intel's bridge technology. Oh, God, not that. Like traditional Windows app, Android apps can be added to the center Windows taskbar, pinned and snapped to different multitasking modes. Specific details remain unknown, such as hardware requirements and developers' needs to make their Android apps runnable on Windows 11. Yeah, so... You need a thousand gigs of RAM. No, I mean, like, it's pretty cool because on the Mac side, you can run iOS apps on the new M1 Macs if they're mm -hmm. designed for it as well. Right. So now on the Windows side, you know, you can run Android apps if they're designed for it as well. <laughs> so yeah. that's pretty cool. I suppose, yeah, that's probably a good next step, if nothing else, with your your phone device, obviously mix it with your, with your PC, and they could probably sync with each other and all that happy stuff, so... Yeah, no, there's something to be said for that. Something to be said about, and I could play Candy Crush on anywhere I go. Wow. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, I think for you, you're just not thinking big. <laughs> oh, problem. that must be what it is. I'm just yeah. not thinking. I'm not. I'm not being visionary. No, no, I am a visionary, like kind of like how George Carlin was, but I can only see an hour and a half ahead, and my ideas suck. That that's really what it oh, is. So, that's what do you think about these three? Windows 11 news, Jeff. Well, it sounds really cool. I, I, it, well, except not, the, well, the takedown noise is very cool. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Right. Well, there's that. No, no, I, I'm intrigued by now. I guess that there's a now obviously a bigger need for me to probably upgrade sometime in the near future. It helps that my hardware is solid free. <laughs> nah, I, hey, you know what? <laughs> you wait long enough. That's all I got to say about that. I don't mean to come off like a cheap weasel, but you know what? I'm a bit of a cheap weasel. I admit that. All right, so no, no. I mean, the uh, free upgrades are always good, and you know, I can only hope that my computer could personally handle that. That's the only part that I'm worried about. I don't know. I really don't know. I mean, I know it can handle 
Give me your specs. What, what's your uh, CPU? Uh, heck, if I know right off the top of my head here, let's see. Uh, As knows all specs. Come on. I <laughs> uh, just give you. Yeah, I know, right? Let's see. Let me let me pull up my specs here. I got my little Alienware go-to thingamabob here. It is an Intel Core i7 CPU, uh, 3.3 gigahertz. So probably could handle it. Uh, 64 oh. bits. So it looks like it can handle that part of How it. How much RAM you have? Uh, I should have 12. Yeah, 12. 12 gigs. 12 gigs of RAM. Okay. Yeah. What's your, what's your GPU? GPU. Let's see if I can find that. Dedicated graphics. What is it? I'm trying to find it. Integrate it. Pretty sure it will run. Yeah, I think it will too. I think it will too. I'm just trying to see if I can actually find like a GPU option here, but I'm not finding it readily. So install devices, benchmark stuff. Yeah, I know it. it it's lame. Anyways, well, no. I mean, I'm, when did you make that machine? Oh God, I ha I've had this machine forever. Jesus Christ, I don't even want to talk about how long I've had it for. It's kind of 20, embarrassing. 2010, 2011. Uh, let's go with that. Okay. Yeah, that will probably run. Yeah. Okay. I, I, let's go with that. Because it, it, yeah, I, I think I, I got it like sometime after Windows 7 came out. So probably like a year or two after Windows 7 came out. So by that time, they would have like fixed any kind of the bigger bugs and all that other yeah, good so stuff. Yeah, probably so, 2010 or 2009 or something like that. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't usually like put like I, I put a lot of money into the PC and so it'll last. And obviously it has. And it's still running pretty well. I've only had to replace the video card. So that's actually, not, I'm doing pretty good for myself. Yeah, I think I'll run. No. I if think you're able, able to upgrade a Windows 10, then Windows 11 will probably work. Yeah, my, my kids keep pushing me to upgrade to Windows 10. I suppose at some point I'm, I'm going to have to. And I, I made no. this. No! <laughs> like, Dad, like, right. God, shut up. I don't want to hear about it. All right, Damn it, boys. Windows 10. Dad, it's already Windows 13. Like, God! Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we'll You're see. Free about upgrade that. Of that? <laughs> I know, right? Here. It's free. You had to go to Windows 10, Dad. They don't have that anymore. God, don't. Yeah. Let's go Windows 11 first, then Windows yeah, 12. God. <laughs> All right. So Man, that's Windows 11, ladies and cool. gentlemen. So that, it looks promising. Cool. Looks really good. Looks promising. I'm kind of intrigued by the. Uh, the app syncing with uh, uh you know getting android apps onto your onto their pc and, and i assume back and forth so that'll that'll prove interesting yeah that'll prove interesting all right, all right. next story is yours Jeff. all right the next stories here have absolutely nothing to do with windows 11 whatsoever so that's all simon here this actually has to do more with the sort of a, an application of using social media and and its possible implications here so as you can see here on the screen the U.S. Supreme Court, in an 8-1 to decision on Wednesday, ruled that a Pennsylvania public school violated the free speech slash First Amendment rights of a high school cheerleader. Like they had nothing better to do with their time, right? All right, so the, the cheerleader in question, her name is Brandy Levy, back in 2017 when she was a freshman, was suspended for making a vulgar off-campus tirade on Snapchat. Now, apparently, as, as I kind of read through the story here, Apparently, Brandy, despite her best efforts, did not make the varsity cheerleading squad. She was already on the junior varsity cheer squad as, right at, at that point in time. So big hashtag first world problems here. So as a result of this, uh, she had gone to a local convenience store with a friend of hers on Saturday or a following Saturday. She took a picture of herself and her friend 
holding up middle fingers to the camera and captioned the photo with F school, F softball, F cheer, F everything. And I'll let you figure out what the F stands for. Uh, she then shared the photo with some 250 friends on the app itself. So basically in Snapchat, as, as I understand it, um, it, basically you can share pictures, uh, probably sound bites, a little video, I think. And it stays up there for 24 hours, but it only gets shared with people who are friends of yours or who subscribe to you. Kind of like uh, kind of like Twitter in a manner of speaking. All right. Now, basically, but after 24 hours, it disappears. and never is seen again. So what happened after that, though, a student presumably one of the 250, so somebody betrayed this poor girl, took a screen capture of the photo, showed it to her mom, who in turn sent it to school officials. The school then proceeded to suspend Brandy from cheerleading for a year for violating the team's rules against, quote, foul language and inappropriate gestures, end quote, and, quote, posting any negative information regarding cheerleading, cheerleaders, or coaches placed on the internet, end quote. Now, Curiously enough, Brandy's parents sued, backed by the ACLU, okay, the American Civil Liberties Union, backed up with Brandy's parents, sued the school district, and was and she was allowed to be back on the cheerleading squad. The school district, choosing to double down on their rules, understandably so, appealed the decision to the Third Circuit U.S. Court of Appeals, who sided with the student noting that the message was made off campus, not on campus, and thus violated her First Amendment rights. Now, it went all the way to the Supreme Court, who in turn sided with the cheerleader as well, because she, quote, transmitted her speech through a personal cell phone to an audience consisting of her private circle of Snapchat friends. These features of her speech, while risking transmission to the school itself, nonetheless, diminished the school's interest in punishing Miss Levy's utterance, end quote. It was also noted that, that uh, Miss Levy did not identify the school or specific people in her social media post, and the Supreme Court said there wasn't any evidence that her Snapchat message substantially, or sorry, substantially disrupted the school. Now, the reason they use the word disruption or disrupted here uh, is a reference to an historic 1969 case, Tinker versus Des Moines, about students not losing their first right amendments just because they walk onto school property or onto a campus. However, it was found that educators can suppress on-campus student speech if it causes substantial disruption to the school. Uh, it was noted by the ACLU lawyer that if the ruling had gone the other way, it would then, quote, require students to effectively carry the schoolhouse on their backs in terms of speech rights everywhere they go, end quote. So strike one for, you know, big, big, big hoopla for uh, uh, for free speech and whatnot, being able to say whatever you want when you're not on campus, which I, which is good, I guess. But that last line was kind of interesting by, by the ACLU lawyer um, who said about requiring students to effectively carry the schoolhouse on their back in terms of free speech wherever they go. Now, you may recall, Simon, when we were working at that web hosting company, that if we, uh, if we spoke badly about who we worked for or that we were always ambassadors to the company we worked for 24-7, I don't know if that was ever kind of, kind of uh, uh, um, I don't want to say imposed, I'm not sure that's the word I would use, but that was impressed upon you 
Um, I, about, I, I briefly remember that. Right. Usually the idea is that when you work for a given company, you are an ambassador to two of them, whether you like working for them or not. Mm -hmm. That was kind of the kind of the idea that went with it. So this was a curious distinction that I found about it because basically the idea is that when you have a job, you have to be nice about it, the whole thing, unless you're going to quit or you want to talk smack about it and obviously risk getting fired. So the idea was that you don't talk smack about your job, uh, or at least in a public forum where somebody might see it and, and they might bust you for it. And um, so, yeah, so that this, that was kind of the interesting distinction for me on that point was that school children don't have to necessarily carry that burden of always being an ambassador to their schools. So I think what the rule, what what I felt that the 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 rules that th that she had to abide by was, hey, you don't talk smack about cheer, you don't talk smack about schools or the coaches, the educators, and all that good jazz, uh, while you are on campus and during school hours, or if you're at a school event, like if you're a cheerleader, you go off to a football game or to an away game or whatever it is, you don't talk smack about your cheer your fellow cheerleaders or your school or whatever. But uh, it, basically in the same sense that you don't talk bad about your work. But when you're Saturday, you're off campus, you know what? The sky's the limit. And that was kind of the impression I got about this. That was my takeaway from it. So, yeah, it, it's uh, I was kind of intrigued by this. That's kind of a big thing to kind of look into when it comes to free speech and the use of social media and whatnot and, and whatnot, and being able to express your opinion and so forth. So that was my take on it. I have no opinion about it. I'm just tell you, I have no opinion about it. Really? I, None I, at all. Why? I, I mean, what? what I why? just don't. I just don't. I mean, I, I I'm gonna leave it like that. Wow. I'm okay. Like all right. That, so, all right. Well, then, with that said, with lack of discussion, I will move on to my next <laughs> yeah. story. Then, okay. So, there is a new search engine in town. <laughs> Yeah, using Brave, right? Right, using Brave. Now, Brave, I have never heard of these guys. They actually have I heard of them. I used them uh, before. Oh, you have? Are, are yeah. they any good as a browser, out of curiosity? Well, or? they're based off Chromium. So, oh, and they well, just, okay. They just fix some of the Google Chrome privacy issues that everyone's afraid of. Right, which and, is actually part of what this talks mm -hmm. about here, is that they actually have now have their own search engine, basically akin to Google, if you will. Yeah. Uh, by the makers of Brow Browser, which focuses very strongly on user privacy. Uh, they've launched their, their beta search engine product, uh, which you can find at search.brave.com. Uh, and like the company's browser, uh, it's meant to be a private and transparent alternative to Google, uh, who essentially turn, uh, basically who essentially turns users into advertising targets. Brave does not do this. Now, according to Brave, the search engine... Uh, that it uses is not dependent on Google results. It uses its own independent index of the web in order to function, which is kind of a big deal when you really think about that. Mm. So with Google dominating the web the way that it does, obviously, as I said, this is a pretty big deal as even other privacy-focused search engines like DuckDuckGo, as an example, uses a mixed bag of results from larger indexes like Microsoft Bing and its own web crawlers. So in sense, I kind of got the got the impression that it's basically going out and doing its own web crawling and trying to kind of figure out what you want without uh, uh, without really kind of saying who you are or using your your you as a as a piece of data for sale. Now uh, Brave claims that the search engine will default to its own results. 
However, Brave also had to clarify that for certain kinds of searches where it might not be able to produce results with, with enough relevancy or enough results at all, it will pull answers from other providers. So if it can't find anything, uh, it'll pull from Google, it'll pull from Bing, it'll pull from whoever it can to give you the results you're looking for. Now, if you're using the Brave browser, uh, when using the Brave search engine, you'll get what's referred to as a search in independence metric. Uh, and apparently after enough searches, and I don't know how many it actually takes, it may take just a while just simply just using it as a matter of habit, mm -hmm. uh, Brave, Brave would be able to calculate your personal result independence percentage, uh, which really doesn't sound very informative. It, it, it didn't really sound like much to either, just kind of based on what I was reading about it. However, what this is supposed to be is a promise of greater independence over time. So I guess the idea is that Brave, the search, the Brave search engine is going to provide you with its own index and search results. It's kind of what, what I took away from that. Uh, so along with being transparent about the results, Brave claims they will not track or profile you. There are no secret algorithms, no secret methods that would bias your results. So we'll see about that. Now, granted, if it's, uh, you know, if, if you have to log into Brave, and I haven't downloaded to try this, if you log in, Obviously, over time, it's going to probably figure out who you are. Now, whether they do anything with that data, obviously, is another matter, like Google does. Um, so, a brave, so brave is apparently working on on what's using what's called a community curated open ranking model, referred to badly named as Goggles, not Google's, but Goggles. <laughs> right? Yeah, I mean, pff, yeah. Of all the names, um, now they hope to use this as an alternative to Google's algorithm. Uh, it would allow users to create rules and filters to define the space which a search engine could pull results from. So it'd either be just from Brave itself or maybe even pull from Google or other places. Uh, so instead of a single ranking algorithm, uh, it could have as, ma as many as needed overcoming the biases that a single search engine embeds into the results itself. Right. Um, Brave then plans on making a search engine the default search engine in its browser later on this year. So it's not. So you can have a default to something else. Uh, currently, Brave Search is free to use, uh, but there will be an ad-supported version and even an, a uh, premium ad-free option. So they got to make their money somehow. Uh, the Brave Search beta is currently available um, in the Brave browser uh, for desktop, Android, and iOS, and also at search.brave.com, as I mentioned earlier. Now, I tried out the Brave Search just to see what it would do, and I did what everybody does when they're curious about new things. I searched for myself. Because I'm just that kind of guy, right? All right. So when I searched for my name, I simply just typed in Jeff Worden at the top. It gave me absolutely nothing about me at all. Not even close. The top 10, top 20 results had nothing that was even relevant to me at all. It had an option for top results and local results. And when even when I searched over to local results, it still didn't pull up anything relevant to myself. Now, that being said... I use quotes around my name. So it was quote Jeff Word and end quote. So that it would have to look for that text specifically as found. And I pretty much got expected results that that you would that you would see or what I'm used to saying, what I've actually typed in my name to other uh um uh to, to, to other search engines. Oh, you're right. You don't get anything. Right. No, nothing comes up at all, right? Let me let me take yeah. a gander. Yeah, it's like yeah, it comes up with you know the 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 Jeopardy spoof of Jeff Party, <laughs> which is funny to watch. If you haven't seen it, it actually is pretty funny to watch. Yeah, I talked about the Jeff meme and a whole slew of other stuff, but I am not even in those results. But if you put quotes around my name, uh, my expected stuff actually does come up as you would expect it to. Um, and it, and you pretty much get the same results. Oh, yeah. right. so, so I come up, and uh, but when you when you check out with Google, DuckDuckGo, and Yahoo, and I tested all of them, 
I typed in my name without the quotes and more or less got these results that you're seeing here, or something basically very relevant to who I was. So, so it's kind of curious that that Brave would require, you know, quote unquote, if you will, uh, that I need quotes if I want to find myself, as opposed to just taking a guess as to who I am or yeah. looking for Jeff Wordens that are out there. Because usually, when when I search for my name, there are two. There are usually three people that pop up. If it's not me, there's a there's a psychiatrist in New York. And I saw that. <laughs> right. And there's a, there's some wrestler in, in some high school that has my name as well. I think he's in Iowa or whatever. Yeah, I, I know. It's kind of funky, your, but gotta meet your 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 clones. <laughs> my clone, right. My my doppelganger clone. Even though I played water polo, he chose to go into wrestling. Yeah. But yeah, so so it was kind of interesting. It, it seemed to work well. I, I liked it, but I didn't really toy around with it too much. But I just, I was kind of curious to see what it would do if it would really be any different than than my other browser results which it was, it was different. It didn't come up with me whatsoever, which I thought was kind of curious, but that's just what it comes up with. And I know like my metadata for like, you know, for my website and my other places has my name in it. So you search for Jeff word and there's no reason from at least from an index standpoint that it would, that it wouldn't find that. Right. But if this is new, it obviously needs to re-index up or I shouldn't say re-index. It needs to create new indexes or indices. It would be the correct word to, um, come up with the appropriate search results and theoretically it would then um theoretically it would then be, give you similar results to what you're seeing with google and with yahoo and and uh, and all that good stuff so mm -hmm. the, i just thought that was kind of interesting in terms of, of what that would do so I was, I was a little little surprised but maybe months down the road if i do a search with brave it'll probably come up with the same results later on without the quotes like it does with uh, give it time. And the others yeah so give it time here. So, maybe that's what it, maybe that's what I just need I mean, to do there. But I've always want another alternative to Google, but it's been hard to find it because I, well, I, I guess they're it, not that well, and the other it, ones are in, yeah, ones aren't that good. So it's like well, I think it depends on what your needs are, and I think that's yeah. that's really kind of kind of the big defining point is what your needs are for a search engine. I mean, I mean, obviously Google is so prolific that it's now a now or now a verb. You know, you yeah. Google stuff. Google it, yeah. Right, you Google it. You don't search for stuff on the internet. You Google things because that's what you do. That is now the vernacular. You don't Yahoo stuff. You don't uh, uh, what was the other? You don't Bing stuff. You don't know what Bing yeah. stuff. That's dumb. But you know, the, you who Bing stuff? That, stuff. That's, <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now you got to goggle things. No, but yeah. it, it's it'll be interesting to see what it comes down the pike. But I really, but the other, the flip side is, I really wonder if Brave is going to be able to withstand against. Uh, um, Google, frankly, you know, I mean, you got all these other browsers. I honestly don't, or, or search engines, excuse me. Um, I frankly don't know what their market share is or what they offer, or if they're really better or the same or, or worse, obviously theoretically worse than Google. I mean, obviously they're not getting the traffic, but are they, uh, are they as good or better than Google, but people just don't see it. Are they, or they all have really bad marketing departments that they're just not getting, you know, the, uh, um, the impressions, the the uh, uh, the market share, yeah. you know. Give it a shot. I think you might like it. Might just do that. Might just do that. It'll be interesting to, to give yeah. that a whirl. Well, your see. scope of Firefox. Nothing wrong with Firefox, but well, Fire, Firefox Firefox does does the trick. It does fall short in a few places where I find I have to go into Google just so it'll pull stuff up. Mm -hmm. It's just the way that it is sometimes, you know. And I get that. Um, you know, no browser is perfect, but in theory, if I use Internet Explorer or or uh, Edge or whatever, whatever's Microsoft at this point, in theory, I may encounter the same problems as Firefox, or 
I won't. It'll work just as effectively as Chrome does. So I mean, it, it's uh, maybe not the new Edge since it's I don't know Chromium Engine based. So yeah, so I mean, it, it I wouldn't I, in theory I wouldn't have any problems with uh, uh, like I do with Firefox sometimes, no, but I, I like Firefox. It it does the job, so I, I don't have an issue with it. And it's not Microsoft, which is like the other reason I, I use it. But <laughs> and it's not Chrome either. No, I, I use not Chrome. Microsoft. Typing from a Windows Seven operating system. <laughs> this hey, guy you know, here. This guy. Yeah, here. yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I know. This guy. Holy God! No, this it, guy it, here. It, yeah. <laughs> Like, yeah, which way you got to point? Try, try your left, your left shoulder, left shoulder. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That it's also you know uh, this guy. Anyways, um, yeah, no, but but obviously everybody has their preferences, the reasons why they use browsers and search engines, and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I use Google because that that's my default. Uh, but I use Firefox because I don't feel like using uh, uh, anything Microsoft if I can avoid it, <laughs> except when I want to download the new version of Firefox or when I get a new computer. <laughs> you know the usual reason why yeah. you use Microsoft, yeah. but um. You know, that's really about it. That's really about it. So I don't know. Maybe maybe I'll try Brave, see if it's any good. Give it a give it a few months, give it a chance, see how it does, put some bookmarks into it, see what it does. Yeah. You know, I might just have to try it give out. Give it a try. Give yeah. it a try. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Our next story. No, we talked about Microsoft earlier. Ugh. All right. Now we're gonna <laughs> Those steer guys. to the other parts, which is Apple. I was about to say the other parts unknown. Oh yeah, those guys. Oh yeah, these guys. Oh, <laughs> I got yeah. to laugh at this a little bit. So this rumor, uh, not rumor, this article is from Mac Rumors. Apple releases revised AirTag firmware update. So <laughs> Apple Today, this is on June 23rd. Right. Apple Today released a new version of the 1.0276 firmware designed for AirTags, which is a revision to the update that was made available in June. The new AirTags 1.0276 firmware has a build number of 1A2A7B, while the own firmware had a build number of 1A276D. Yeah, I think I read all those numbers right. I, I, it, it totally means something to yeah. not me. The firmware that came out in June added anti-stalking security enhancements, and this version likely just refines these features. Because the firmware version has not changed, it's not possible to tell the new firmware from the old firmware in the MiFi app, nor will it be apparent when the firmware of the AirTags has been updated. There's no way to force an AirTag update because it's something that's done over the air through a connected <laughs> iPhone. Lame sure the update happen, to make sure that the update happens, you can put your AirTag in range of your iPhone, but you have to wait for the firmware to roll out to your device. <laughs> All right. Lamezors. <laughs> Here's my complaint. By all means, let's hear it, Simon. It's great. Okay, I'm gonna say that it's great that they released a firmware update, you know, kind of tackling the anti-stalking issue. Mm -hmm. Okay. The part is I we have an error tag. We didn't yes. even get the first update that came out. No. We still haven't no, got yeah. that one yet. Which only means we can stalk people. Which no, I don't mean that way, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's ridiculous that they still haven't found a way to like you know enable us to just go to the find my app hit update and then do it no you're right wait. it is lame i, I completely it is agree super it lame. lame it's like come on i've you got the you released the first update i haven't even got that yet well do, do you know why you know why the, the the updates are coming out so slow because they're using my windows 7 machine and, and, and honestly it can only handle so much 
and you know to get those those firmware updates out to everybody they're using my computer for it my windows 7 computer well, i don't know what you did but that was dumb, <laughs> that, was dumb. that was dumb i don't know Ladies and gentlemen, don't listen to that part. You know, scratch, scratch. I swear it is true. I'm under an NDA, but screw those guys. I'm going to break the NDA, man. No, but it, it's like, I don't think I'm the only one that's having this issue. Oh, I'm, I'm sure comments, you're not. I, really like, I haven't even got the first one. I was like, I know, yeah. right? I haven't got the first one either. It's like, yeah, no, that, that is dumb. I, I completely agree with you. It is really, really stupid. And I don't know yeah, why it would not be out by now. It's, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, there's got to be a way in the future version of this. Let your users just let us hit the some sort of update button on our phone so we can just yeah. update it on the fly yeah you know? you, we should have only, to wait for you over the air like, oh great over the air that's good yeah well long. no I, the, the only reason i could even think that that would be it I, I know you and i talked about it would be a mm -hmm. matter of just traffic to the server itself that that rolls out the the firmware update and that's literally the only reason i would think they would do something that dumb is just so that the server doesn't get overloaded uh with people running their firmware updates because they want to so they just roll it out. The problem is that iOS, no problems there. Well, no, no, I totally get that. I right, like I said, it's dumb, and they're they've been using my computer all this time, so that's probably why. I don't know, Simon. Yeah. <laughs> but enough of your that, computer joke. It's not working. <laughs> no, it is working. It's hilarious. Shut up. Yeah. Anyways, um, it's, can, it's hilarious because it's not working. <laughs> well, 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 see, there you go. There, there lies the joke. Uh, no, I, I can only assume that, that that's either that's what it is or somebody just didn't tell the guy to program it that way. I don't know. It, it's, don't know. Dumb. I, it's dumb. It's dumb. You're it right. Is it dumb. is dumb. It is super dumb. And I wish they 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 fixed this, you know, so make it easier for us to just update it. Yeah. You know, and, you know, we're, we're still testing it. We got one more testing. Right. And we, we pretty much did a lot of taping and videoing. So, <laughs> yeah. We just Although it, it together. You, you know, the, the dumb part of thinking about that, since we haven't gotten the firmware update yet, I'm wondering if we should wait wait till we do. Well, I mean, I guess we could do a follow up to once the firmware is updated, we do it all again and just I, see if it's I can't if it's tell you when we'll we'll be able to do that. Right, <laughs> I know, like, I know. I can't tell you. Okay, right? I'll send you what I've got. Next week, it could be I'll next send you year. What I don't got. know. I don't know, man. <laughs> I know. No, I'll yeah. send you what I've got. We'll go from there. We'll. So, I mean, we'll do a follow up. But, you know, next year it's like, oh, they finally rolled out the new firmware <laughs> so, update. I don't know. I don't know when we could do a. A follow-up review with the new firmware because we, i agree i can't get I it agree. yeah I no i agree it. i it, it's dumb all right well yeah so yeah we're so let me say this to, for our, our viewers um we will have an air tag up, uh, update super soon i'm going to say within a week or two at the at the worst i can say that much at the best uh, why at the worst <laughs> why at the worst <laughs> okay it's at the at, at best it'll be that but at worst it'll be a year from now no i'm kidding no, uh, we we'll should. I would. I would. I would say within. I'm gonna say a couple weeks. Within a couple weeks, easy, and um, we'll do a follow up one when, when the firmware is updated. We'll do a follow up, and we'll just kind of go from there. Whenever that happens. Whenever <laughs> that happens. Whenever <laughs> that happens. <laughs> so it's just um, yeah. Come on, like Apple. We tested it. We found some things that are very impressive with it. Yeah, there's some some good good and bad points to it. Yeah. So it, this it's, is the one bad point about it <laughs> oh no it, it's a big one it, it's, it's a big, big one, one. It, it's yeah. pro it's problematic at best it's it's uh yeah no i i have found that obviously i guess uh, let me I'll, I'll, i almost tempted to want to want to spoil this but i think i don't so I, you know what i'm going to leave it as is and to say that the uh the results are what what i think you and i feared it would be and i'll just leave yeah. it at that kind of kind of wet the appetite so a little bit we'll keep it, it on so. this channel because we sure. will have that review absolutely in a matter of weeks Absolutely, absolutely. All right. So our final story of the day, 
Bum, ba, dum. Bum, ba, dum. Apple rumors. Not the Apple rumors. iPhone rumors. So this is an article from Mac Rumors. Kuo, which is an analyst who has a very good tra track record when it comes to rumors. A lot of stuff oh. he predicted actually came true. Hmm. So whenever he says something, we know it's going to come true most of the time. Good to know. Yeah, so... So he says that in 2022, the iPhone SE, which is the cheapest iPhone right now at 399, okay, not bad, will be the cheapest 5G iPhone ever. Ooh, okay, that's kind of so a big deal. Apple is planning to launch an updated version of the in the first half of 2022. You know, this is for the iPhone SE, right? As he has said previously, the design of the new iPhone SE will be roughly the same as the existing SE, which is modeled after the old iPhone 8. Hmm. Okay, cool okay. says that the new 2022 iPhone SE will support 5G and it will include a processor update, which is very common. Right. You know, so like their cheapest iPhone have the same processor as their most expensive iPhone right now. Good. Well, the device will be positioned as the cheapest 5G iPhone ever. The most affordable iPhone with 5G right now is the iPhone 12 mini. Which starts at seven forty nine, hmm. so so presumably the iPhone SE will be a good deal for more affordable than the six ninety nine price point of that device. Eh, technically, not really six ninety nine if you buy it unlocked. So, well, probably yeah, it probably depends on where you're getting it from and a whole yeah. slew of other reasons. Yeah, yeah. So let, let's go with that seven hundred plus dollars. Yeah, exactly. So there have been rumors of an iPhone SE Plus with a larger display and a Touch ID power button which Cool has also mentioned in the past, but there's no word of this bigger iPhone SE in Cool's notes, and we haven't heard new details about it for some time. So it's not clear if it's been scrapped or something that's coming at a later date. Cool has also previously said that Apple is developing a new version of the iPhone 11 with a 6-inch LCD Face ID support and 5G. And it's possible that this future device, which is said to be launching in 2023, will also be in the SE family. Hmm. There is no specific word of when we can expect the next generation of iPhone SE, but the first half of 2022 perhaps suggests a spring event. Hmm. Yeah, so. I can handle a $400 phone, which is still a, kind of a big chunk of change depending on who you ask. But yeah, I mean, $400 yeah. for, for an iPhone device, thats there's something to be said for that. Yeah, with something 5G. With 5G, and that's yeah. obviously the new calling technology. Yeah, that's that's kind of a big deal. That's kind yeah, of a big so deal. I will tell you, I mean, I mean, just like 2022, <laughs> just. <laughs> no, I, I mean, hope we can I, save our money by that time. We can buy one and try it out. Well, I, I, hopefully. I yeah. Amazon affiliate links. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> help Please us, shop through our Amazon affiliate links. Yeah. Make sure you're signed into Chrome when you do so. It's, yeah, but it, it's also pretty nice that they're still going to have that low entry iPhone. Kind of wish they changed the design a little bit. It's getting a little bit old. So well, I mean, it, it's a cell phone. There, there isn't really much you could do from a design standpoint. You you just get a rectangular thing, and it's hey, look, it's a phone. You know that. I mean, honestly, there's only so much you could do with with a cheap piece of technology if you want to look at it that way. Yeah. So that a it'll be affordable. B it'll have what it needs. You know. The yeah, I, th I think the design stuff. part, you know, not going to change too much. Is really geared toward people. Are just I want a cheap iPhone. Yeah, I don't so really care about like design. Be damned. Yeah, it, it, it's not gonna it's not gonna matter at that point. So, yeah, no, no. I mean, I like I said, I, I appreciate your 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 want to have something a little more aesthetically pleasing. But you know what? If you you need something on the cheap, you know, four bills and bam, you've got a phone. 
Yeah. Yeah. Hey, look, yeah. it works. It's got 5G. Yay. Yeah. And that's all. That's it. That's, that's the other iPhones. Exactly. Exactly. That's yeah. all you need. It's just. That was not that. too good, but I'm not doing something crazy. So. Right. Yeah. Right. So that's what so. The, the iPhone SE is geared towards. It's not for people that need those three cameras or the triple camera or the dual camera. It's just like, yeah, I just need to take pictures. pictures. That's it. Yeah. I just need to take a picture of my my tree here or something. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. What trees? Yeah. No, I don't know. It, it's, yeah, I mean, I guess, it, again, it, it does depend on what your needs are. And obviously, mm -hmm. whatever you could afford. That That's basically the, the, the two sides of it. If you need just a phone, uh, maybe something that might take some decent pictures. Yeah, those would be right up your alley. The, the SE would be right up your alley. And you want some? The SE has eSIM right out of the box. You know, what, what, what is eSIM again? eSIM, electronic SIM. Oh, right, 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 right. And, this guy's still uh, living on the S8, so <laughs> whatever. But you know, it, but you just the discovery has NFC. <laughs> so, <laughs> have I needed it? No, I don't. But you anyway. should know it. Right. <laughs> well, well, no, I actually now know that my firewall was actually blocking and now I can find the air tag. So that that's yeah. that's actually a big deal. Um but, but for the, a, a device like this that's cheap, most of them on the Android side don't have ESIM. Right. Right. Me, the only one I know is only Pixel, the, the Pixel 3A and the, the 4A. But you know. I talked about this before with Samsung and their eSIM support here in the States. You know? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, but right there, right off the bat, hey, just works. You pay, yeah, presumably $399. Done. Yeah. No, yeah. and that's exactly my point. I mean, again, it depends on what your needs are. But if you need something that's got bells and whistles on it, triple camera, oh my God, the megapixels when I take photographs. That's $1,000. <laughs> yeah. That's no, $1, exactly. that. And thus my point. <laughs> so in theory, then you are willing to pay that kind of money, which, you know, frankly, is just an obscene amount of money, but that's just me. Um, but yeah, no, that's, 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 that's the thing. Of, yeah. A lot of phones out there, that $1,000 mark. Yeah, because that's what the market will bear. That's the crazy part yeah. of the whole thing. So that's what the market will bear. It's like, oh, a thousand dollar phone? Yes, you know. Then yeah. So you, so those people have screwed the rest of us and having to pay more money for phones. You know, seriously, it's what the market will bear. It's how it's how capitalism works. So yeah, so yeah, can't do much about it. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. I, I'm kind of intrigued to see how good the phone is. How it'll stack against other phones as a whole. I mean, obviously, it's going to be lower end performance, if you will, but if it does the job well, I don't know lower end performance because if they're using same processors with their current existing line, because they always do that. Even their lower end model had the same exact same processor. Right. So. But see, but, but the thing is, how are they making it so cheap? What is it? What is it that is different than say like, you know, like an iPhone 12 versus this SE? Probably the camera. It's not right. as good. You know, right. The hard, the cheap, cheaper the camera. Less using the cameras. same design before, so right. Well, okay, less cameras, cheaper, modestly cheaper camera. Maybe it's even a plastic lens versus glass. I mean, whatever about that. You know, just whatever, whatever it is to cut costs. That's really the trick to it. Is what is what is the SE missing, or what has been downgraded to make it four hundred dollars versus the iPhone twelve? Yeah, you know, just cameras. just cameras. right. Most likely the cameras. Maybe something else. Maybe it has less RAM, less space. Could be a slew of stuff. Who knows? Three gigs of RAM in it. Yeah. So who knows? Right. Right. See, and, and that's my point. So I'll be kind of curious to see like a side by side comparison to kind of give a feel for, uh, you know, why or how it's so cheap. That'd be, that'd be kind of interesting thing to look into to see what, uh, what the deals are about that. But, well, if they ever release this version, you know, you definitely, I'll definitely get one. Yeah. There you go. 
I won't, but go for it. You know, and, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not not surprising. You won't even update a Windows 10. So nah, <laughs> see, see how you are. See how you are. You don't even update Windows 10. You know, so well, I, don't I mean, know. will you update Windows 11? Who knows? Maybe not likely, but we'll see how it see? goes. See, exactly. So, like, maybe so one day we should have a, a an episode. Will he or will he not update? No. Yeah. No, I won't. <laughs> all right. Well, I think that's all we got for today, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. So we'll, we'll go ahead and end our show. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Tech That Doesn't Bite cast. I'm Jeff Worden. With me is Simon C. And uh, please like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, be sure to hit the little notifications button so you know that when we're updating or when we've gone live. And uh, we also have a website, techthatdoesabite.com. That's B-Y-T-E. Uh, you learn more about how awesome we are, learn about our tech tips and reviews, uh, and just all the really cool stuff that goes on there. Yeah, and thank you for listening to us on your favorite podcasting app. Yep. You know, feel free to leave a review there. If you want to leave a comment, you can visit the website. Yep. Leave a comment as well. Right, and if we're not on your favorite podcast service, please let us know. We'd be happy to, to bully whoever we need to do to do that. So <laughs> not bully, we'll do it request. just for you. <laughs> request to be on it. <laughs> right, right. Requests. Big air quotes. He, he will, but he will bully you, not me. <laughs> sure, let's go with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us today. You have a great day. Enjoy your weekend. Bye, everyone. Bye.